Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Mondo Show here on the PTL Voice of the Prophets Network. I can't wait to talk to my special guest today, James Levesque. I hope I'm pronouncing that name properly. I got the opportunity to meet Brother James a few years ago with my brother, Pat Schatzline, and of course, our Uncle Philip Cameron. But I want you to know something. You're in for a surprise today. We're going to be talking about engaging heaven. I want to tell you something. What if I told you that you and I have been called to change the world? But the key is we're going to have to engage heaven in a time where our culture is denouncing heaven. Our culture is in a battle with the things of God. But I want you to remain faithful no matter what is going on around you, in you. It, because I want to tell you something. The greatest battle you're going to go against is against yourself. And sometimes good and evil live within you, in your thoughts. The Bible says that as a man thinketh, so is he. Whatever is in your heart is what is, is the battle in the mind. And I want to tell you something, that engaging heaven can be the key to winning the battle that you're facing within your heart or in the battle of the mind. Our culture today is in the greatest battle that we've ever seen. Our generation is battling a fight internally that we may not understand. Therefore, we need heaven's help. We need all the help that we can get. And I want to tell you something, talking about help, we, the ministry, when I say we, I'm talking about the ministry, PTL Network, the Voice of the Prophets Network. We're facing a critical time right now. We're facing a battle for the life of the network. And if you have been blessed by this program and the programs that the Voice of the Prophets Network is bringing to your home every single day, 24 hours a day, we launch the Voice of the Prophets Network. It's coming to every home in every city in America, Philadelphia, Miami, Rhode Island. I mean, I can go on and on, but I want you to know something, that we are fighting a battle to stay on the air. And today we need your help. We need your support. We need you to pray about becoming a monthly partner and stand with us because when you stand with us, you're helping us preach the gospel around the world. I know it's such a cliche what I'm telling you, but it's the truth. And the truth is that we have been called to do the impossible. We are being called for this hour right now to continue to preach the gospel around the world. I love this scripture right here. It's one of my favorites. Mark chapter 10, verse 27. This is Jesus talking, and this is Jesus looking at them, talking about the disciples, saying, With men it is impossible, but not with God. For with God all, can you say all? That's a biblical word. All things are possible. And I believe that we're going to face the impossible. I know you're facing the impossible right now, but with God all things are possible. Get your life right with God. Turn away from everything that is coming against you. And, and, and Because I want you to know something. When you find yourself aligning with God in the things of God, it seems like everything begins to make sense from this moment on. But we can't do it alone. We need one another. And I pray that you will stand with us. I pray that you will sow a seed to continue to help us spread the gospel around the world so we can bring voices like the man that we're going to talk to today. This is one of my favorite preachers. He doesn't know he's my favorite preacher, but I love this guy because, because I want to tell you something. Because someone's story, when the world says lock him up, throw the key away, 
and God picks up the key and turns lives around and begins to restore lives, a power, a fire inside of him burns like never before. And this man is an author. He's a church planner. He's an international speaker. He's the founder and lead pastor of a network of engaging heaven churches. He is the host of the popular podcast, Engage Heaven. I dare you to download it because you're going to get encouraged. You're going to be filled with faith. And, I, and on today's program, we're going to be talking about his latest book. It's not necessarily a book, but it's a daily devotional, a 365-day daily devotion, Engaging Heaven Today. I want you to help me welcome a friend that I haven't seen in a long time. I'm a terrible friend for not contacting him or calling him, but when I heard that he had this devotion out, I said, I got to get him on my program. So please help me welcome pastor, author, podcaster, James Levesque. Hey, Mondo. Man, so good to see you, man. My brother, I got to show you something. If the camera can get the pew right here, I have it right here. Can you show it? Look at that. You remember this? Oh, that's our bench. Oh, man, that's a powerful bench. I want to know. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. I remember being there, dropping that bench off. Listen, let's start with this. Tell me your story for those that haven't seen you, haven't heard about you, and we're going to get into this daily devotion, but I believe it starts with your story because something happened with your story that had to do with engaging heaven, but what happened to you? Um, never knew my dad. He was a murderer, killed people. My mom uh, paid for my abortion, never got it, ran out of the room, cried out to God. She never really knew the Lord. Um, growing up rough, as you can imagine, everything that comes in the inner city, right? Drugs, gangs, sex, everything you can imagine. And dropped out of high school in ninth grade, you know. But I remember there was one night I was high out of my mind. I went back to my friend's house, slept on his couch, didn't even realize his mom was in his own living room. It was late at night. I remember David Letterman was on. And his mom had a Bible big enough to choke a moose on her lap. She looked over to me and she said, Jamie. And I didn't even know she was in her own living room. And she said, can I ask you a question? And I said, what's that? She said, do you know who Jesus Christ is? Man, it impacted me. I didn't even know the answer to that question. You know, I thought I did. I was kicked out of the Iwana program when they sent the bus around the projects. And then, and then I needed a ride to Six Flags. She invited me to church that night. I went. I heard a story of a woman that got delivered a gang. She was a Latin king. I knew some of the people she was even saying she knew. That woman that had the Bible that first asked me if I knew Jesus handed me a Bible. I walked into my mom's house. She was passed out drunk. I'm in the projects. I'm looking outside. And I got this Bible in front of me. I never really opened up. I thought of that gang member's story. And here's what my thought was. God, if you're real, I have to know. If you lived on this earth and you changed lives, I need to know. And I looked up to heaven in a curse-filled rant. And I said, I don't know if you who I am, but if you're real, you need to reveal yourself to me now. And I will give the rest of my life. To, if you actually lived on this earth and you're setting people free, then touch me right now. And I'll give the rest of my life to tell people who you are. Oh, man. Fire fell from heaven. I fell on the floor, man. I'm speaking in other languages. And I got up off that floor and my life was never the same again. What happens, Brother James, when, when we engage the power of heaven? Because we live in a culture right now that wants to experience what you had, that moment, the moment that you experienced heaven, 
what is it about this culture right now that is is, is fighting the battle of, of good and evil, so to speak, where we want to believe, yet I don't know if I should believe? Yeah, you know, Paul said something crazy. He said, if you're married, I pray that you would live single. Not that you wouldn't lose the benefit of marriage, but here's what he said. He said that you would serve the Lord without distraction. There's no doubt, Mondo, it's the most distracted day we've ever lived in our lives, right? I mean, you wake up, you run to your cell phone. We were not wired to watch everybody's live stream, see everybody's food that they ate that night. And what it is, it's overstimulated us and it's pulled us away from God. And there's not a moment where people will stop. You know, the Bible says when Moses saw the burning bush, he stepped aside and then heard the voice. We don't step aside anymore. We're so busy. So we're always at conflict, right? Our minds aren't renewed when we don't engage heaven. A mind that's not renewed will always be at war with God. And so for the Christian, we need to get away to engage heaven, spend time with the Lord, do what we can. So we stay filled and we give God these opportunities. And so many people today, they just don't give God the chance. You know, Brother James, when I hear you, it makes me think about the voices that are crying out almost like in the wilderness today. And I talked about the Voice of the Prophets Network. I got to ask you this. Why is it so important to have voices to help us understand the times and the seasons? Voice of the prophets, voices of the pastors and leaders today. Why is it that we need them to stay on the air? We need them to be uh, whether it be podcasting, whether it be television, whether it be social media, how important is it for us to have the voice of the prophets be heard? Oh, man, listen, it's essential. I have a couple of thoughts here. Number one, I remember there was a man named Bob Jones who was kind of a prophetic guy. He said to me one day, he said, do you want to know what the greatest gift will be in the end times when I'm not here? I thought he was going to say faith and miracles. I said what? He said discernment. Discernment will be the greatest gift that the body of Christ will need. Mondo, we're in a day. I'm a pastor. I travel the world. People are more confused than ever before. The, the, the devil's making, saying things. They think it's God, evil, evil, unclean, clean. People are so confused. We need the voice of the Lord. Let's be real. I'm writing a book about it that's being launched this year about the prophetic. The prophetic ministry in America has been on life support, man. When it came to the elections, when it came to the integrity issues of the prophets, we need a clear voice prophets to rise up today and declare the word of God and help bring clarity, right? It's like the sons of Issachar. They knew the times and seasons. I believe that God is speaking to men right now and women that are going to be raised up as prophets. I thank God for your network. We need voices to come forth out of the wilderness and lead the church in these crazy troubling times because discernment is so low today. We need the real word of the Lord. And God's promised me that he's going to restore his voice on this earth. And as we see a mighty outpouring of his spirit, his word is going to be so clear in our lives. Brother James, when I, when I hear you talk, I had to turn to, and, and I always have my word with me, my Bible with me, because I want to be able to always hear from God through the word and be able to hear from men and women that are discerning the times and the seasons. But I got to ask you this question out of the chapter of second Timothy chapter three, because I, I, this is, I believe personally, this is where we are in our culture. Know this in the last days, perilous times will come. Men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers, slanderers, unrestrained, 
I, I want to stop right there, but with this scripture, how do we help this generation engage with heaven today? Yeah, you know, I, I think you nailed it. You know, Jesus said, all of these things are going to happen. And then he said, then the end will come. There's no doubt we're living in the last days. But he also said, those that endure to the end will be saved. This is an hour that we've got to mobilize the church. Look, the world is hurting more than ever. We were on the streets of Yale University recently. There's more people. This is Yale University for all the, you know, all the presidents coming out of it. More people are on the streets wanting to kill themselves now than ever before. They want to die. They don't want to live anymore. We are the church. We need to offer hope to a lost and dying world. And we owe this world to stay on fire for God, to not allow the world to dictate us. But we, as Christians, are called to be therm thermometers, thermostats, not just a thermometer to reflect, but a thermostat to change the atmosphere around us. We have to do that because we're going to see this earth. They don't have answers out there. They're so confused. They're in pain. They don't know what to do. They don't have hope. They don't have peace, but we do. We need to engage heaven every day and see them, their lives changed. Brother James, I want you to get ready. And I, I, I didn't tell you where I was going or what I was going to do. I feel like the spirit of God is moving. I, I, and I got to flow with the Holy yeah. Spirit because I want you to know something, people. We live in an hour that we need to discern. I love that. Discernment is going to be the key to understanding how to move in the spirit, but also understanding the times and the seasons that we're in right now. And get ready, Pastor James, because I want you to give me a five-minute message about engaging heaven today. I believe that mm -hmm. this devotion is going to change your life. It's going to change the way you pray. It's going to change the faith that you have. It's going to change the revival that you carry inside of you. I believe that there's some of you watching right now and some of you hearing my voice that you have been waiting to step into the call that God has for you. But yet you don't understand how to do it. You don't know where to go. You don't, you keep wondering, is it me, God? You keep having doubts. You're, you're more in love with the world than you are with the gospel. And my question is, is the gospel not sufficient enough for you anymore? Is the gospel not enough to change lives anymore? I said, yes. When the gospel changed my life and I began to read it is the reason why I'm here today is the reason why brother James came out of a life that the world said, lock him up and throw the key away. Listen, we can't do this by ourselves. And you're getting ready to hear a message about engaging heaven today. But I need your help today. We are facing a critical time in the, in the ministry right now where we need your support. You've been watching this program. You've been blessed by the guests that have been on. And listen, I've had some amazing guests. Rabbi Jonathan Kahn, Chris Reed, Rabbi Jason Sobel. And I can go on and on and on. These are voices that are helping us understand where we are in this timeline of this culture right now. But I'm asking you today, I need your help. I need you to call the number right now, 1-888-988-1588, and place your support right now. It is a critical time for this network right now. We need 1,000 people to sow $1,000 today. I tell you why, because it's helping us pay the bills, it's helping us keep this network on the air, but it's also going to help this network spread more and more across this nation around the world. Right now, we're, rich, we're reaching through the Voice of the Prophets Network, we're reaching major cities right now, New York City, Los Angeles, Pennsylvania, Miami, Florida, Rhode Island, Boston, Massachusetts. We're, we're, we're reaching 
places through a secular uh, outreach that is not normal, but is going to need your help today. Would you pray about becoming a partner today? Or will you pray about sowing a seed of $1,000 today and help us continue to preach the gospel? You're about to hear a message right now from a man that has been changed by the power of the gospel. A message that is needed today, engaging heaven today. Call me right now, 1-888-988-1588. And let him know that you want to sow a seed to help us preach the gospel around the world. Brother James, take the next five minutes and minister to us about engaging heaven today. Absolutely. L let me just say this. There's something about PTL. Um, you know, when I was there and, and we were with, you know, uh, uh, Jim Baker, there's an anointing to see the gospel transform the world. There's a pioneering thing that's not only rested on Jim, but is also on you, Mondo. And I want to encourage people radically give. Look, we need to see Christian television go to a whole new level for a whole new generation. And I believe that Mondo is the beginning of what that's going to look like. So I just want to encourage you guys. We didn't have this plan, but I feel the Lord's all over it. Somebody came up to me in church recently and they said, pastor, uh, you prophesied over me when you were 17 years old on the streets. I think it was 17, 18 years old. He said, you told me everything about my life, where I was going to go, what was going to happen. I was going to go to California. I was going to have this. And he came back today and he goes, everything you said has happened. I said, man, that's powerful. Made me feel old, right? I'm 42. I said, man, that's powerful. He said, why don't we see 18-year-old prophets on the streets anymore? Why don't we see 17-year-olds planting churches and doing the things of God? And I was taken back by it. And I didn't even, you know, I've had to think about it for a few minutes. And I said, I don't, I, we come as far as we can with this current level of surrender. Man, when I got saved, I know Mondo's the same thing. Man, we got really saved. I didn't get saved, but I want to see how close I could get in with. Man, I got really saved never wanting to look back, letting every demon fall off my life. I wasn't going to let these things back in my life. And I believe there is a call on this earth right now to every believer to see heaven invade this earth. For every city, heaven invade this earth. When Jesus in Matthew 6, he told us how to pray. And he said, your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. When he said those words that changed my life forever, I believe in the great commission. But this in my heart was a greater call that heaven has to invade this earth. Heaven has to invade our marriages. Heaven has to invade our schools. It has to invade our parenting. It has to invade our ministries. We cannot move forward in this current day without the presence of God, without the culture of heaven filling our lives in the miracles beginning to take place. And so I want to encourage all of you watching right now, position yourself. It, like God is positioning right now people that are going to be advanced for this great end time harvest. And I believe every person watching right now, God has called you to be a part of this great end time army. There is a word, a prophetic word that he wants to fill inside of your heart for this final hour. I don't care where you've been. I don't care what you've been through. I'm not worried about that divorce. God is a God of redemption. It's time to get up and believe that he's going to fill your life with his power because it's time for heaven to invade earth. And I believe, I'm about to pray for, for all of you watching. I believe that there's going to be a new connection that starts. There's going to be a new reality. I'm hearing heaven say a new supernatural reality in your life. That there's going to be a reality of the supernatural. Hearing his voice, words of knowledge, miracles. God giving you messages for regions and cities we are about to see 
heaven invade this earth. And so I want to pray. All of you watching this wonderful broadcast, I want to pray for you wherever you are, where however you're watching this, whether television, internet, it doesn't matter. This is a divine appointment by God. And I'm going to ask you to stretch your hands on the screen right now. And we're going to believe that heaven is going to invade your life, that the word of the Lord would be made manifest in your life in a new season. I just hear like a like like you're starting an engine. There's a new season that's going to begin in your life. So, Father, for all everybody watching right now, come on, stretch your hands on the screen. We pray in the mighty name of Jesus that the word of the Lord would be made manifest. I break off all distraction. I break off every lie. I break off weariness in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I thank you that a gift of faith is falling on everybody watching, that there is a new season of heaven invading this earth in their life, a new season of engaging heaven upon us. And I thank you that prophets are coming forth. I thank you that the seers, the evangelists, the apostles, the prophets, the, the men in media, the women in media are coming forth in this final hour. We are going to see a mighty harvest on this earth in the name of Jesus. God, we surrender everything. Come on, our children are on loan. They're yours. Our finances, come on, all that we own, we don't own it. You own it, Jesus, and we lay it to you right now. We live to obey your word. And I pray that in this new season, and what I'm hearing is the next 30, 60, 90 days, there is a 30, 60, 90 day window of God over your life to enter into a new realm of the super. There is a new reality being made manifest for the viewers right now. It is a supernatural reality. And we are going to step into it in the th next 30, 60, 90 days. And what we need to do is obey God. If he's asking you to, to do more devotions, listen to him. He's asking you to give, you got to listen. If he's asking you to move, if he's asking you to speak, whatever the Lord is doing, we need to obey in this next season. So Father, I thank you for obedience. I thank you for lives being changed. I thank you for transformation in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Woo! Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Wow. Listen, Hallelujah. we got. I, I'm sitting on the bench right now. I changed seatings, but listen, I changed because I believe there's a point of contact with you and us right now, Brother James. And I believe that the revival that took place in this pew's representation of America's move of God, I believe that there's a new move of God taking place. And I turn into March 2nd, the mandate, which is engaging heaven today, and it talks about, he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. I want you to know something that where I'm sitting right now, there's an anointing because the gospel has been preached from the moment that we accepted the call of God in America. Can you just pray right now for those that have been called to preach the gospel, to contend for the yes. gospel right now? Let, let's do that because you blessed us with Hallelujah. this right here. And I believe there's a point of contact right now. There's a shift taking place in our ministry. You're going to help us give. Listen, I can't, I can't believe you even wrote here, if I offered you $100,000 to spend on a plan that you have for the kingdom, will you be ready to take the money? That word is for you. That word is for us. We need people to yeah. sow into the kingdom right now. This is no more gimmicks. I don't have gimmicks. I don't have pretending. I'm not trying to manipulate with music. I just want you to hear the voice of God, that if God is calling you to sow a seed to the voice of the prophets network, do it right now. 
Call me right now, 1-888-988-1588, and sow that seed. Can you pray for that point of contact of the move of yes. God? And, and real quick, give me a, give me the, the background of this pew right here. Yeah, that came from, our, our in, from New London, Connecticut. We purchased a church building in 2011. It was one of the first 30 churches ever built in America. That, that wood was there when Jonathan Edwards preached. George Whitfield preached, and in, in, in that was the wood that was in this church. Over 250-year-old building, and we purchased it, and God spoke to me uh, to make prayer benches, and that they would be awakening benches that, you know, because sound fills wood. And that was, uh, that was actually my personal bench that I felt led to sow into you guys. Wow. And I believe it's a sign of awakening in America. And I want to pray right now that the awakeners would come forth and that the word of God would come forth in boldness and power. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, for everybody watching right now, I pray for the awakeners to rise. God, let a great, the spirit of the great awakening come. God, let awakening fill America again. We thank you that multitudes will come into your kingdom. We thank you from sea to sea, from New York City to Los Angeles, we are going to see another great spiritual awakening. God, I thank you that you are going to awaken the airwaves. Come on, just as Jim Baker was a pioneer in those early days in Virginia to see the gospel go around the world with signs and wonders. God, let new awakening fall on media. Pioneer, sift out, God, the, the, the old from the new. I thank you that you're birthing a new wineskin for media in the mighty name of Jesus, God. We say yes. Come on, just say yes. Father, we say yes to your will, to your ways, to what you want to do on this earth, God. Let awakeners come forth in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Listen, thank this you, this is a point of contact for you, for us, for Brother James. We are standing in agreement that an awakening will happen in your marriage, in your ministry, in your world, in your culture, in your community, in your church. Listen, we must agree with one another. We must stand in the new wineskin, just like you mentioned right now in this prayer. I believe there's an awakening taking place, just like you just prayed, that engaging heaven will bring us together, will bond us together. The Bible says, listen, you got to stop taking your, 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 your definitions of a friend from a dictionary. Get it from the word of God. A friend loveth at all times, Proverbs 17, 17. A friend loveth at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. In this awakening, we must be closer than a brother. We must be together. That if you have the finances and we have the vehicle to preach the gospel, then you have to join with us. We have to agree together because we are living in an hour where we need voices right now to arise and be heard. You can't just hear him on social media. You got to hear him worldwide through the television networks. And believe me, God, that we need voices right now, just like Brother James, engaging heaven today. This devotional is not just something you want to talk about. It's something that you want to engage with. Change your prayer time. Change the way you read the scriptures. Accept the word that God has for you in this hour that we're in right now. You are part of a miracle. You are a part of something great that you don't even realize that an awakening is taking place and God is using you and God is about to use you in a level that you've never seen before. And all you have to do is reach to heaven 
and engage heaven. Change your faith. Change the way you think. Change the way you walk. Oh, my goodness. My time is gone. Brother James, I love you. I appreciate you. And believe Thank me, you, we got to do this more often because we need the, the encouragement. I want you to be encouraged. And no matter what you're going through, keep the faith. I'll see you next time. Call me, 1-888-988-1588. God bless you.